The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Are you ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone. I bet many of you this week have asked yourself, you know, what can I do to support, you know, positive impact in the world and what can I do to make a difference? And one of those things that you can do is continue to share on all of the social media means um, Unity Online Radio, the voice for the awakening world. And we appreciate all of you listening. We're in 127 countries now. So keep spreading the word and making people more aware of this wonderful show. It's just uh, all the different programs that we have on Unity Online Radio. Today, I have on From Good to Amazing, the amazing Harold Payne. He is a positive force in the music industry. He's a positive force for anybody that knows him. Welcome, Harold. We're glad that you're here. Thank you, Reverend Temple. It's, it's an honor to be and a privilege to be on your show. I met you, I'd heard a lot about you through the years, and I, I met you about four years ago at the Association Global New Thought Conference um, there in um, California, and I was just so just impressed with who you are and your presence and and how you just change people's lives with your positive music have you always been in the genre of positive music or was it a path for you that you took well it, it was something that that um I, I was before i knew i was uh I, I you know it's it's funny there was a time when i was putting together um a concept what i called a concept album i took a class about you know, releasing, you know, albums and stuff. And one of the aspects that they spoke about was concept-oriented music rather than artist-oriented. And a, and a light bulb went on for me, and I just looked at both myself and my group, Gravity, which is now Gravity 180, and wanted to put out a, a kind of a compilation. And I thought, well, what, who am I? What, what are we? What, you know, and I started looking back at all these songs going back to the 70s, and saying, you know, it's positive music. So, um, you know, some of the songs I still do, like Music Speaks Louder Than Words, which is actually the title of another show there um, that um, I, they use that title. And, um, and I, I realized that, at, you know, I was going in a direction that you kind of put a ribbon on it and, and say, aha, this is what I've been doing all along. And so I grabbed positivemusic.com, which was still available. And I put out this compilation called The Power of Positive Music. And so really, I always knew that I wanted to have a positive message. But until I put this compilation album out, and it was what I real, realized that I had been heading in that direction all along. And then some people, after I put that album out, said, you know, you should play, be playing these you know, these churches, they're, you know, unity churches and new thought churches. And, um, and so I started and then it all kind of evolved from there. You know, um, it's such, uh, an incredible difference when you have the right music with the message. It just makes all the difference in the world. I, like you have traveled to a new, a lot of, of positive uh, spiritual communities across the nation, but a lot of them still want to hold on to a lot of the dated or, you know, more uh, different message music that doesn't really line up with our teaching. And I think some of that is nice, the ritual and all that, but there's something about when you align a positive message 
with the positive music, it just stays with people um, forevermore. It makes such a difference in them being able to shift from good to amazing, that's for sure. But it also just kind of solidifies, you know, and helps them uh, shift some of those old beliefs that they've had in the past about, you know, who God is or what their life can be or possibilities for who they are. Yes, well, I, I like to um, customize um, either by choosing a song that I already have um, or by doing what I call a recap improv where I take something from the talk that is given and, and kind of um, summarize it in the song or sometimes I'll do it in in the beginning, like throw a little verse on the front of it before I start the song. Um, so it, it really lives in the moment for me of capturing it. And I also, my own personal calling is more, is less, not as much jargon per se. I mean, I leave that a little more to the experts in their talk and I, you know, and, and try to, to universalize it the best that I can in, in my way and not step on, you know, uh, the toes of the experts necessarily, but, but keep it in the, in the place that I feel um, comfortable and knowledgeable about. But, I, I, but the bottom line is, yes, I like to tune into what's going on at that moment and create the song that goes with it the best. How did you discover uh, your musical talents? Did you have members of your family, or was it the school system? How were you influenced to get into music in the first place? Well, I, I believe it's probably because my parents were in very encouraging in, in a lot of ways, and my dad used to always like to sing around the house, not professionally or anything, but... Um, and we we heard a large variety of music around the house, and we all loved it. And and my first experience was my aunt had a friend, had a boyfriend at the time who played ukulele, and he passed it around to some of the kids. And um, so that was my first instrument, uh, was the ukulele. So uh, it was a long way from learning my first song, the Hawaiian War Chant, <laughs> to positive <laughs> music. <laughs> but did and then, you, you know, uh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, and so um, from then I had an next door neighbor who played the guitar. and But the real moment for me was at a, around a campfire at a lake in, in southern, southwestern Canada, Lake Christina. And these guys were sitting around the campfire playing, and, and my folks could tell that I was mesmerized by it. So I, I came home, and they got me a guitar, and, you know, I, I took it from there. And you've been writing songs ever since? Yeah, and, and the writing came not too long after that, you know, more like 16, 17 years old. I started playing at about 13. You know, and, and but I always knew that that uh, the writing side of it was there. I always was pretty good at thinking on my feet. You know, what would you say to uh, some of the young people today that that feel that they're creative in music? Uh, what's some Harold Payne words of wisdom that you <laughs> would impart to them? Because so many. Well, uh, hold back, you know, their gifts and talents? What's your uh, wise message that you would offer them? Well, by virtue, if nothing else, than uh, my time on the planet, um, I, I would say that the most important thing of all is to, is, is Nike. Just do it. Um, you know, the idea of, of, not strategizing necessarily how it's going to fit in your life because it may be as something as an avocation that brings you an incredible amount of joy. There's just as much validity to playing music for the joy of playing it only and not making your living from it. But I, I have a little 
sometimes when I go around and speak at schools and stuff or, or other places, I, I express something that I call living life in 3D. Uh, and the 3Ds are uh, discovering what it is that you love to do, which is, you know, a, a journey in, in and of itself, an, an important one. And then um, second is, is um, developing that. Uh, and if you really are good at it, then, you know, really, really study it and live it and do it. And then the third D is distributing it to the world and using your gifts for, girl, for good. So from my way of thinking, if you find something that you love to do and you happen to be fortunate enough to be and blessed to be good at it, and then if you can make your living from it, you know, like we're doing, you're living the dream as far as I'm concerned. But even if it ends up two out of three, <laughs> in the words of meatloaf, <laughs> um, you know, you're even if it's an avocation or something you just enjoy doing, I mean, sometimes there are people that get more joy out of doing it for whom it is not their primary occupation. Um, that it's just how they, it's their hobby and they, they just love doing it. I love the three D's. That's very powerful. And you can use that in so many ways. And it, it is important that, that people realize that it's necessary to develop the skills that we have or the talents. And people forget that sometimes. I know I've forgotten that myself. You know, I'll see someone speaking or see someone performing and I'll go, wow, you know, they're amazing. But yet we tend to forget that they've been doing it, you know, 12 years, 15 years, or have gone through a lot of experiences or a lot of rejection or all the things that come with it to really develop that talent. I'm sure that you didn't start right out as a musician standing in front of a room of 300 people, which I've seen you do, and ask for words and then put together a song, right? I don't imagine you started that way, did you? (laughs) (laughs) No. And as you know from someone who developed their, uh, you know, amazing discipline and skill and, you know, from being a, a, a world-class swimmer, you know, it's uh, an athlete. It, it Those attributes um, and, you know, skills and, and discipline, you know, definitely apply to other matters. And, and I, I played sports to a lesser extent, you know, in high school and college. But um, it, it was helpful in terms of, of focusing. But, but in addition to the stuff where you really would shed it, to me, there's a component about making it fun and leading towards something. To me, rather than rehearsing, I, lear- I feel like if you're learning a song and along the way of learning that song, you learn the chords that go with it and the strum and all that, you're pointing towards something. And having that end goal really makes it more of, of, a, 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 of, a, of an enjoyable process rather than saying, okay, I get to do my scales. And, and in that same regard, when people ask me, well, how do I get better? How do I, you know, learn how to do this or that? My answer is often find some place where you can play. Find a coffee house anywhere. Go and say, I want to play for free. I want to play three songs in a, you know, and then next time it's a month later, it's five songs. And then you have your own show uh, that you invite your friends, whatever the next baby step is, but, but it's just always diving in. And at this point, I still to keep my, act warm and together i i'm always playing and 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 fortunately i love to do it but it's that's how i keep my voice together if you if you walk five miles a day then the next day you'll be able to walk that five miles that's so true you know it's so funny as you were talking about that i was kind of reflecting about how we all have those stories you know of our beginning uh the first community i ever started was in a community center and i would go up every saturday and i would uh set the chairs up i'd clean um all the rooms and 
make sure the restrooms were clean. I would set up a little uh, boom box. And, you know, we're talking in 90, in 1990, I'd set that up. I'd, I'd practice, you know, what I was going to do for Sunday and get it all going. Um, <laughs> and that's what I did, you know, um, all the time. I've seen that. Um, just in week you, after um, week after week, you know. I, 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 I chop water, uh, just chop water, chop wood and you are good. water, <laughs> you know, <laughs> time and time and time again. I, you know, I did that uh, week after week after week. And, um, you know, the first week we had 60-something people. The second week we had um, seven people. And I would speak to people like there was going to be a crowd week after week after week, year after year after year. And, you know, there's that part of that, of the, that development phase is that it's, it's, can be humbling, um, but, Eventually, you develop uh, that energy and that commitment um, that it all it all winds up working out for you. But in the beginning days, it's it's not easy. I I coach people sometimes, and they want to start out with a full classroom, but you have to <laughs> develop that consciousness. Well, in a way, it's um, and and all that stuff along the way. I think makes you better stronger, more confident, and confident is, confidence is a really important aspect, and it just, there's so many hours of doing that, and I also want to acknowledge what I saw you do and talk about um, at the Posse Awards when you spoke, you talked about the fact that you go to the room before, you check it out, you feel what it, you want to know what it's like, you talk to people, if you're able to talk to people before the event and get the feel of what they are. I mean, that's, you don't just show up cold. I mean, it really, uh, it's more, this is more core, the refined aspect of it. But I, I really, I really took a lot of that with me and I, I, I do it to a certain extent, but I got inspired more from hearing you speak about it. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad to hear that. I still, I still treat it. I'm sure you do too. When you get your guitar out, I still, um, you know, come into a room of, of like it's my first time. It still matters. It's still important. There's still as yeah. much energy around it. It's just like the beginning. Because in truth, a lot of those people, it is their beginning with me or that moment, you know, that we're coming together for the first time. And um, I think that that humble part is a big piece in uh, people that are sharing their spiritual gifts in the world is that, like you said earlier, it's not about the arrival place. It's about the journey, you know, that you're on that keeps it uh, inspirational and, and keeps it inspiring. Well, it's, it's definitely a, a pleasure to be speaking with you today on our show from Good to Amazing, Harold Payne. And for those of you that are listening and sharing with your friends, you can go to haroldpainemusic.com. Uh, that's P-A-Y-N-E, haroldpainemusic.com, and you can read all about Harold and um, and get some of his wonderful music as, as part of your library. So we'll be right back after this break, and thank you for being with us today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Many people, like myself, desire more out of life. I want more out of my work, my daily interactions, and my relationships, including my connection with the divine. So when I found Unity House's new book by the Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard called Good Questions, a lot of things started making sense. Dear Tom, how can I believe in the integrity of God if I can't believe in my own integrity? From K.A. in Iowa. Dear K.A., God's goodness is independent of your highs and lows, but lighten up on yourself, my friend. Everybody has gloomy spells in their moral and spiritual life. Everyone makes mistakes. Self-doubt is endemic to the species Homo sapiens. People tend to doubt themselves and to be their own worst critics. 
All people fall short of their goals. In fact, that's one of the classic definitions of sin. But making mistakes, even really, really bad ones, does not define who you are. You are Imago Dei. The spiritual image and likeness of God, the divine spirit within, is your true identity, now and forever. Dr. Tom's an expert in metaphysical Christianity who is sometimes passionate, sometimes funny, but always ready to tackle the agonizing questions about life and our spiritual path. His book, Good Questions, Answering Letters from the Edge of Doubt, is a must-read for those of us who listen to his show here on Unity FM or read his column in Unity Magazine. Get your copy today online at unity.org and click on the shop link. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real, be vulnerable, be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And thank you and welcome back, everyone. And we appreciate you joining us and, and promoting wonderful unity messages on the voice of an awakening world. We appreciate you so much. And we're talking today with Harold Payne at haroldpainemusic.com. And Harold is a positive music writer. He is an influence across the globe with the music that he's written, um, anywhere from Rod Stewart and Patti LaBelle that he's done to uh, people in New Thought Music. I mean, he is just, you're everywhere, Harold. You're everywhere. (laughs) But you have definitely influenced so many people. And I really appreciate you being on the show today because um, there's music that's positive uh, can just really change the world. When you look at major events that we've had, and just like the Woodstock gathering, I mean, that was huge, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's still today, people remember that, and they remember that because of the music. You know, somebody was asking me, you know, not too long ago, what would you say that you're, you know, best known for? And I said, well, it could be, you know, tying in the message with row, row, row your boat. And it could be, you know, do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around. Because anytime you tie in music with words, um, music speaks louder than words. And thank you, by the way, for that song. It's just incredible. Certainly. My pleasure. It's so well, incredible well, that Del Worley uses it as his title on his own radio show on Unity I FM. I know he was kind enough to call and 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 ask about using that, and and uh, also it came about partially because of um, and I really want to acknowledge what Richard McDesey and Sue K. Riley have done, along with um, with with Russell as well, uh, what they've done in the Empower Music and Arts and the Positive Music Awards, and um, it's, really, it's really made a difference in making people aware of what's going on in the positive music world, people that were kind of in their own little corners of the universe and that eventually you know, got together partially because of them. 
Oh my gosh! I was. We actually had Sue here yesterday, and wow. um, she was uh, heading up the music while our music director was away. And um, I was telling everyone that they probably don't realize, but in the early '90s, we didn't really have any new thought music. We used Broadway songs, which they're great. You know, we used music from movies. But we didn't have any positive music, and you're so right, because of Sue and Richard and uh, Russell, I mean, they have really put a face on the map with positive, you know, dynamic music. It's just incredible. Absolutely. And um, so uh, for me, out of the experience of, uh, of doing for a while there, for uh, I've played every Sunday practically a different church or spiritual center or whatever, and um, to hear a, a you know message from a different person each time, and um, it was really it really was a wonderful experience, and to be able to play music and and play in front of different audiences and, and do that, and and at the same time for me. How I keep my skills together, if, if you will, is is by playing clubs, and um, and for me, um, a, a turning point was what I talked earlier about places where things that you do along the way that may be a little bit of a struggle or a challenge, and I was playing at a place where they used to make dinner announcements in the middle of the songs. And so I figured my choice is either to say, okay, I'm going to walk out of here, or I'm going to say, okay, wait a minute. Now, when, they're, when the cash register rings and people are having their name announced, it means that they're doing business. And if I'm accepting this job where that is happening, I either accept it or don't accept it for the time being anyway. And, and also, I'm a songwriter, so... I can write a song about it uh, to make, you know, lemonade out of lemons. And so I wrote a song called Johnson Party of Four, which I still do, which is about playing at a place where they make dinner announcements. And it applies to that situation of having a challenge in your life. And in my case, as a songwriter and you as a, as a um, among your many things that you do a speaker, I mean, it, it, it adds richness to our stories, even if if there were bruises that came with it, so um, th- that that to me is is uh, important. And, and and when I play in clubs, people sometimes say, "Well, you're a songwriter, and you have all these things that you do. Why would you play in a place where you do other people's material?" And my answer is is that I used to kind of almost apologize about it, but. Um, it really is for me. Uh, it works, and that's that's all that needs to be known. Other than uh, I've also made that more my own by mixing in original material along with cover songs. And I I'm a singer and a songwriter, so sometimes somebody else's song fits the situation better. And my mission when I'm playing is to make people feel better going out than when they came in and however I do that that is a positive way of doing it works for me and so for me by adding by doing this it keeps my voice and my guitar playing um, up to speed and I also get ideas from new material that I learn from other people and I also do my original songs and then I also do improv and it keeps my improv sharp and what I do throughout the course of an evening when I'm playing somewhere I'll talk to somebody on a break and and I go back up and I improv a song about their story and and they they look up and they start to hear some familiar things and they go oh my gosh he's talking about us and then inevitably they'll say God, I wish I had a recording of that and of course I've recorded it already on my iPhone and I send them an MP3 of it, just email it to them on the spot. And I do it unconditionally for the love of doing that because it's something that I do that can be a gift, but also it, it, it doesn't hurt my 
custom people knowing about that I do that and the custom song uh, business that I've evolved. Uh, and it came out of doing improv and people hearing that and say, could you write a song for this situation? And now I've worked with a lot of meeting planners and event coordinators and do these high-end custom song um, performances where I I did one for Regis Philbin's 80th birthday recently, a uh, private event, and I've sometimes I'll fly to New York to do one song for a custom song thing. So it, it all evolves from putting the, what I would call positive sweat in, of doing all these things to to keep in shape. Uh, uh, so I, I say that all my songs have sweat on them because I'm playing them all the time. And then you, it becomes, you become more confident to do these things. I went on a little bit of a ramble there, but I hope it was apropos. <laughs> no, it was apropos. And, um, I've, I'm one of those that have actually had the experience of you talked to me at break when I was going to be doing a speaking um, gig and I was going to be talking about my passion of life rights and the right to be you. And you talked to me at break. You asked me three or four questions and the next thing I knew you were singing a song about my work. <laughs> and that was just like, oh my gosh, that was really powerful. Um, it is absolutely amazing, you know, what you're able to do. When did you recognize that you had that gift and you were able to just come off the cuff like that? When did you develop that? Well, I, it, you know, I was playing at a play. I, I seemed like I've always done it. When I first started playing, I was playing in an R&B band. And it seemed like in, in the earlier R&B period, there were raps, but more like what they would call a rap at the beginning of or, or in the middle of a record where you talk, you know, do a little you know, intro thing. And, and it felt like it came natural to me. And then I'd forget words <laughs> and I'd throw in my own lyrics and it just rolled off naturally. Or somebody would walk in the door and I'd throw in something about them. I just saw a rhyme in my head and an opportunity to throw something in. And then I play, you know, these, I call it plank to bridge where you start off at something that seems challenging and you you walk a little bit further out on that plank and a little bit further on that plank and it becomes eventually a bridge to the other side. But it's it's those baby steps of taking it out. And, and I used to play at a place where they um, had a lot of birthdays. And so instead of singing happy birthday to you or you say it's your birthday or the Stevie birthday song, I started you know just making up songs and people would come up and on a napkin and say, my cousin is here from South Dakota um, and she's a photographer and, and um, could you, you know, and then I would just make up a song and then, then it got, so I started asking for titles and then I started doing it as a shtick in my shows where I'd ask for titles and, and now I do it all the time. I either, um, I was at a Palooza concert and someone, um, came up that was my former neighbor like 30 years ago and said, do you know who I am? And I went, and I didn't realize at first, and I said, oh my gosh. So instead of asking for a title from the audience, I just went up and said, you know what? I explained what happened. I just launched into a song, just closed my eyes and went there and something kind of cool came out and, and Nolan, uh, he, Faith, Faith Rivera's husband, captured on a video and put it on YouTube. So it's those different ways of that it's, that it's evolved. So I use uh, improv a lot of different ways. And, and one, as I mentioned to you, is doing a recap um, where I, right after speakers speak, I summarize what they just said in the song. And sometimes I'll write down notes and I'm writing it as they're speaking, and uh, sometimes I'll just go up and just wing it off the top of my head. But usually if somebody's speaking about specific topics, I do what I call a custom recap improv, where I actually write the lyrics out to the song as they're speaking. 
How can, um, I'm sure there's going to be people that want to get in touch with you and talk to you about having their own custom song. Did they go to your website, Harold? Um, yes. Um, you can go to the to either customsongsforyou.com, spelled either way, with the four and the U, or F-O-R-Y-O-U, um, or to my main website, heraldpainmusic.com. Okay, because I'm sure there's going to be many people that, that want that. And that's such an amazing thing, too, is to provide somebody either for birthday. I know we have our sta- uh, station manager at Unity FM, Jeff Comfort. You know, his birthday's coming up. We need a good old song for him, you know, because um, we got to take care of that guy. So, I mean, there's so many different ways or uh, people that you work with, various things where to provide a custom song, I mean, gifts like that are just over the top. They are amazing, you know, that people get to receive something like that. It's just really, really powerful, you know. So Yes, I think that in, in with the world being more and more, with the world being more and more digitized, I think that, um, and all the, and computerized and everybody with their face in their computer, or their iPhones, it 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 seems that um, that it's all the more custom customization is something that's rarer and 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 looms larger. Mm, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, a couple uh, designed a birthday song for me this past year, and. Oh, it was just so touching, you know. It was like one of the best gifts that I've, you know, received in a long time because it was original, and it it means so much um, to have that because it's uh, really thought through, you know, for you. How did you get into songwriting? Um. Well, I think when I was in college, I met a guy that um, was. Uh, songwriting, and I just really had had started. It just kind of evolved naturally. It poured out, but really for me, the turning point in terms of wanting to really songwrite is when I is traveling. Uh, it, both before I started, and and then once I started, the floodgates opened up because I had the the fortune and uh, you know of growing up with a wonderful family environment. And, you know, as you, as you grow, you know, as you get later in life, you, uh, initially you think that everybody has a family like that if you grew up uh, in a wonderful family. But then you start to realize when you're in your 20s and 30s and beyond that not everybody has had that. So uh, it was a wonderful experience, but in a weird way, I almost had to have my own self-imposed um, rite of passage period where I stepped away from this this wonderful environment so that I could, in fact, experience things that you do on when you're traveling, the high highs and the low lows that come from that and some of the things that spark you and inspire you and, and, and instruct you that you don't get when you have a a day-to-day kind of comfort zone around you. So I almost, so by throwing myself with my back to the wind and traveling to far off places on my own and having to fend for myself, there were kind of little time capsules of, uh, time-released capsules of, of knowledge and bits of wisdom and information that, that came to me that I drew, I've drawn upon my entire life that were kind of in, in little instruction points for me along the way. And I opened up those packages when, when I need them. And, and that experience was incredible. So when I started, I remember being on the plane for like the first time and just looking out below me and then traveling to these different places and different cultures and seeing your own life and existence from a different vantage point uh, it just it's eye-opening and the songs just started pouring out they had to come out and that was really that was kind of the part where i really felt that i became a songwriter 
after traveling around a good part of the world. And you've been pouring out that songs ever since. Well, you're listening today <laughs> to Harold Payne and Temple Hayes here on From Good to Amazing. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on the show. And, and please share this with friends, especially people that are wanting to develop their talents and gifts as a songwriter, because you are by far listening to one of the best, Harold Payne. We'll be right back after our break. Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for The Blessing of the Financial Crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. Tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio, the teachings of Unity's founders, almost a 100 years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. We now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Thank you for being with us today. I'm Temple Hayes on From Good to Amazing here on The Voice of an Awakening World. And we have Harold Payne, who is an incredible uh, songwriter creating positive music across the globe. He also does custom songs. He is an improv specialist when it comes to music. And he is just absolutely incredible. Harold, it's so good being with you and having your wisdom. I just love this living life in 3D. That's so powerful. You know, discovery, developing, and distributing. I mean, those are some real key uh, gifts that you've given us today, some golden nuggets, as we call them in the speaking business. Well, thank you. I know I'm speaking to a, a veritable gold mine here. So uh, a few nuggets from me will will add to your already embarrassment of riches. <laughs> Listen to you. Listen to you. Are you going to perform something for us today? Um, I can if you'd like. I mean, um, I don't know what the sound quality will be like, but sure, I'm I'm happy to go for it. Oh, let's just, it would be perfect. I just feel it. It's going to be great. Okay, uh, would you like me to do that now? Oh, go for it, yes. Okay, um, um, I was thinking about uh, just a, a song that popped into my head. The song I wrote with a woman from Singapore um, whose name is Corrine May. And it all, all the more goes to show that it's, it's a universal constant in that... Um, that the idea of this song, 
which is when people often ask me, well, um, they say things like, well, I hope you make it someday, <laughs> or <laughs> something like, you know, as if making my living isn't, is for all these years isn't already a success, which is what I consider being successful. And that's part of it, too, is, is in your making up your mind what is successful. And to me, that is success, doing something I love and making my living doing it already. And there's some nice things that have happened, but really the core of it is that first part of it. So, But whenever somebody comes up and says something to me that they mean as, as positive, I take it as such, no matter how it comes out. Um, so anyway, it kind of inspired this song, if I may play it now. Oh, please. We would welcome it. I know you're concerned About the path that my life is taking But the lessons I've learned Are with more than the money I'm not making I'm gonna take the time to live my dream I wouldn't change my life for anything So don't worry about me I'm doing alright It may look like I'm struggling But I'm loving this life And I won't die If I don't make history I'm right where I want to be So don't worry about me Don't worry about me of how it appears I haven't taken a vow of poverty It's not your average career But it's cheaper than getting therapy I'm not waiting till some moment arrives It's not the destination It's a ride So don't worry about me I'm doing alright It may look like I'm struggling I'm loving this life and I won't die if I don't make history. I'm right where I want to be, so don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. My existence is not measured by the things that I possess. By the person I become I'm going to follow my heart Wherever my passion leads me I have to swim with some sharks I'm not going to let them bleed me And no matter how far I get I won't be drowning in an ocean of regret Worry about me, I'm doing all right. It looks like I'm struggling, I'm loving this life, and I won't die if I don't make history. I'm right where I want to be, so don't worry about me. Don't worry about me, I'm just doing what comes naturally. Don't you worry, I'd probably be doing this for free. Don't you worry, yeah. Along the way, I may have taken some amazing, but it's what it takes to go from good to amazing, yeah. Don't you worry about me. Mm-mm. Don't you worry. Don't worry about me. All right, that is awesome. Oh, you're just so great. I love that, and it reminds me of uh, Terry Cole Whitaker. She used to say, what you think of me is none of my business. And you just kind (laughs) of nipped that in the bud, didn't you? Because, you know, people will say certain things, uh, and people are so concerned with rejection and everything rather than just playing full out there. I love that. Don't worry about me. That is wonderful. Thank you very much. Where do we find a copy of that? Is that on your website? Yes, it's on my Positively Live CD. 
Okay, and um, that comes from HaroldPayneMusic.com. Yes, absolutely. And, of course, there's iTunes and places like that where you can, and CD Baby, et cetera, whatever your uh, Internet place of choice. And there's also, of course, Empower Music and Arts, EmpowerMA.com. They have uh, songs on there as well and sheet music and the like. And Harold has been a um, a song uh, winning writer for a number of years within Empowerment Music with the Posse uh, Palooza Awards. How many times have you been participating, Harold, for a number of years now, haven't you? Uh, yes. Um, um, our, our mutual friend, who is the one who introduced me to you, Faith Rivera, um, and raved about you for uh, a, a year before I, I met you. And um, she told me about the Positive Music Awards and and Richard and Sue. And um, so I submitted something the next year and um, got nominated. And uh, it's a wonderful thing to be included in that community because whether you're nominated or not, but by being on that CD, it goes out to all the different um, locations and new thought centers, etc., and um, it 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 brings a certain amount of exposure. And then once you are on that uh, CD on that compilation, then you're also eligible to do the Palooza concerts, which have been great fun. And uh, I've done many of them, and it works like kind of a writers in the round kind of a thing where you go to. Uh, different churches sponsor them, and sometimes they're at a community center or a, a theater, and and oftentimes at uh, churches. And um, we go up, and it's a real intimate concert and really fun and different every time because you kind of take a thread from one person and and jump off from there. And then, and I'm actually doing another one of those coming up very soon in um, South Bend, Indiana, at um, Sandy Vanix Church is a starting point there, at Unity Church of Peace. And uh, then we're doing um, one in Batavia and two in the Chicago area there. And, um, and I'm also playing at Unity of Chicago. So that should be a real good one. You can find out the information for those at Empower MA. Dot com and look for the at the events and calendar section and talk about those. They're they're really great fun. We actually have one um, this coming weekend coming up with uh, Megan Madonna and um, Sue and Richard and Faith Rivera, and then she'll be with us on Sunday. So that'll be exciting. I'm sure we'll That's all be thinking be about you too because we'll just be sending you some good vibes and good energy and. That is important for all of you to kind of write down empowerma.com. You can, it's a tremendous resource for positive music today and, and, you know, especially today's times and things that you face. I mean, just great music all the way across the board and you can find out when a lot of these concerts are happening. So, and exciting. If, if I may say, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're on. If, if, I, if I may say that, um, if you if you're anywhere in the St. Pete area, Clearwater, etc., the Posse Palooza. Which night is your concert there? On um on March this coming Saturday. I mean, I got to tell you. Well, Richard and Sue, of course, who are the glue that holds all of it together, are fantastic and amazing, and put on a great show. And Megan and Faith, I can't imagine two more entertaining people for you. I've worked with both of them uh, a number of times and <laughs> I would, if I were anywhere within 500 miles, I'd be there to check it out. It's going to be fabulous. And I mean that from the heart. Oh, I know you do. Yeah, it's just going to be really fantastic. Well, we've got another window of time, Harold. What is the golden nugget that you want to share with everybody today that's uh, participating? Well, I, I guess uh, that what comes to me as you say that is is that by following what it is, your muse, your bliss, and and going with it, 
not only does the general area of what you do evolve, but you find within that sometimes the specific area that is is your niche or, or one of them. And, and it may be that you're theatrical and you put up a stage, you, you put up plants and a backdrop every time you play and a carpet and that you put your own artwork. It, it, the sum total of everything you've done in your life, um, and I'm sure that you've used uh, your athletic uh, background as uh, examples of, you know, in, in, in that gets put in your talks and that sort of thing, references, and it, it, it um, makes a difference as part of your presentation. And if someone, if you're a fisherman, uh, or a fisher person, a fisher woman, whatever, and something about that, that you do an album of songs for people that fish. <laughs> um, wh- whatever characteristic, for me, you know, the improv thing has evolved, and and I like songs in other languages and, and cultures, and part of growing up in my community, for me, I've done a lot of songs about the Japanese-American community, um, and, you know, because that's, that was a second culture to me. And so whatever it is that, that is a combination of all the elements that make up who you are, put all those in your music or whatever it is that you do because it's it, what makes it more real and illustrative, illustrative to other people because you've lived it. So that's, that's my nugget. And that's a wonderful nugget for us to end our show on today, Harold. Your life is a message, and that is so powerful, the message that you give. And I I tell you, I know that hundreds of thousands of people feel this way when they see you um, improv, when they see you performing, and all the talents that you have, you inspire all of us to be a better person and to fulfill our gifts. And I truly want to thank you for being on our show today. And again, everyone, you can go to haroldpainmusic.com. And thank you for joining us on this wonderful show from Good to Amazing. And please continue to share our program with your friends. You're joining Unity, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Temple Hayes. Thank you, everyone. for. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries Online at www.templehays.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. Online at www.unitycampus.org. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists discussing things like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Oh, no, no, no. He has a list of upcoming guests that sounds like a roll call of the Interfaith Council. Rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a topic and let them go for it. Imagine having a rabbi and a Catholic priest talking about Jesus as a Jew, or asking a biblical literalist to explain creationism to a liberal Christian Bible scholar. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he'll keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So, let's talk about it. Definitely, let's.
We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.